Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Thirteen of the program. Um, how are you doing? How are you feeling? <laughs> now, if you've been following along since day one of prep week, that's like two weeks put into this program, this process. We are really flying along. The The next few months are honestly, they're going to fly by. Um, you want to be here at the end. Even if you lose your weight halfway through the program, you want to follow through and finish on all of the steps. There's a rhyme and a reason to it. If you have not checked it out yet, be sure to check out the overview of the program and also, um, the table of contents, even with the book, it has literally all of the topics that we're going to be discussing. You can look ahead to the guidelines in the book and also in the app just to get a sense of all the changes that we're going to be making throughout the program. What we're doing is addressing your body's needs right now for the first few weeks and then come week three, week four, we're going to start to think about our portions, bring awareness to how our body's responding and actually start making changes that get the body to specifically focus on fat loss. If the scale is moved for you already, Ready? You haven't really done much other than give your body a bunch of nutrient-rich foods and drink enough water to be hydrated. And if your weight isn't dropping, your body's working really hard taking those resources and making change. We're going to get your body to this really happy place, end of week three. It's where it really becomes routine. Your body's really happy to be getting everything it could possibly need and want, plus you're paying attention to it. Um, the body's so happy. Then what happens is the body gets to this really happy, content place. But a body that's really happy and content isn't necessarily motivated to make change. So this is where we make those slight tweaks week to week to week just to kind of get that body's attention and get it to take action. So in the table of contents and in the app, you'll be able to find all those guidelines that are going to um, and what we're going to do to make those little tweaks. It is important that you follow through on the program 91 days in that order. Don't skip steps. Don't go back and repeat. Um, that'll happen a lot as we move forward. We'll make a tweak. People will do their best to follow that tweak. And then in hindsight, at the end of the week, they'll be like, oh, I wish I could have totally done that better. I could have done that you know, a lot better. Should I go back and repeat the program, that, that part of the program? And so what happens is if you just feel the energy of going back, it's just, it's messy. It's not productive. It's really best to keep showing up and keep it moving forward. All the little things that you are doing are going to string together and have a massive impact at the end. You're here at the end. You're going to be so happy um, that you are regardless of what happens on this scale. Obviously, the goal is to lose as much weight as possible. Um, try not to let the scale. We had a great conversation about the scale yesterday. Um, unfortunately, the the um, live kind of got cut off and interrupted a bit there. Um, if the scale is frustrating you, you, you really got to reframe this process. The scale is to be used as a tool. And we're talking finally and forever kind of weight loss, right? So that's going to take time. And what can happen is, is we talked about the seeds of doubt, people planting the seeds of doubt where they start kind of making excuses. This is hard. This takes too much time. I can't do this. I can't do that. So when they look back, you know, and they quit and they look back, they have all these reasons why, which makes them feel better about quitting. But at the end of the day, you quit and then what, you know, then what are you, what are you going to do? The other thing is to fester and funk. So that's another thing that people do. 
necessarily in the program is, you know, you're back and you're gung-ho and you're excited. And then the reality of it is, you know, setting in and you're just fucking pissed off about all the years, the time, energy, and money you put into dieting to just accomplish like being where you're at. Do you know what I mean? And that I just, I just want to reframe the fact that, you know, if you've dieted, for the last 20 years and you're still doing this, you're not a failure. You're persistent AF. You are still showing up and you haven't given up on yourself. The other thing I want to talk about is the fact that those diets failed you. You didn't fail those diets. Those diets were never designed for sustainable weight loss. They were designed for you to use, lose weight quickly, right? And and then those diets knew you were going to gain it all back, which is why you keep coming back, you know? So, so if you're still here working towards your weight loss journey, I'm sure that is frustrating, right? But it also means that you're persistent, you haven't given up, and don't give up yet. Trust in the program and the process. I put together the most amazing team of people, they've all been through the program themselves, who really want to help you. We really want you to succeed. We really want you to reach your finally and forever weight loss goals. We do not want you, believe it as a company, to keep coming back and giving us your money. Like obviously coming back and repeating the program is a great means to an end to continue your weight loss journey. It's not our goal around here. We are going to tell you everything that you need to to learn to successfully lose your weight by the end of the program. And we're actually going to give you an option to continue your weight loss journey on your own if you want, right? And we do have an amazing uh, maintenance group where we talk about maintenance and, you know, just sort of people where people are at with that. But you don't have to join the maintenance group. We give you all the information that you need to be successful on that. We really, truly want you to lose your weight finally and forever and never look back. That That's where we're at here. So this process is a lot different than any other diet that you've done. It comes with a lot of feels and just showing up for as long. Like I already know some of you are following a diet at this point, this diet longer than you have any other diet you've ever done. I know that, right? It's just typical of the diet industry. I was there. I lost over 100 pounds. Remember, I tried those quick fixes in and out. This isn't working. Try this. This isn't working. Try that. How are those quick fixes working for you 20 years later, you know? Um, so there's a lot of information. Let me just remind you that the book is still available on Amazon if you want to pick it up. It makes it really easy to highlight and stuff. But again, all that information also available in the app and also in the file section. So if you want to print off all that information on your own, you go to the file section and everything is turned to a piece. PDF and you can do that there. All right, let's get into your questions. It's the weekend. It's the weekend. Hi, Amy. Thank you so much for explaining real weight loss. It's not about a fat burn. It's about resetting your body to a new set point. I've been at this for 30 years. This is life changing. Yes, this is what I'm talking about. Yes. So, so I hope you take time to read over the Science Saturday post. They're all in the app, <laughs> not to be redundant, and in the back of the book as well. They're long and they're sciency and there's links and there's stuff like this, but it really ties it into this program, this process. And set point is something that um, we are working to lower. Your set point is uh, the weight or range of weight that your body has gotten used to functioning at that has kind of jigged everything around that certain that weight. Your saturation level, sodium levels, your body temperature, your metabolism, your your hormones, everything is set around that certain point. So it's very comfortable at that point. That doesn't mean that's the ideal weight for you or you can't get lower than that weight. It just means that that is where your body is kind of settled at. And so what we're doing is giving the body what it needs so it no longer feels the need to store fat. It's going to release the fat. And as we move forward, we're going to even more help the body focus on fat loss and support it in its needs. You're going to lose weight. 
and then chances are you're going to get a plateau and you're going to be patient on those plateaus, but we're still going to give you the tools that you need to break them as quick as possible. And then plateaus are your body taking the time to solidify your weight, to make your new weight your new norm, to adjust to that. I talked about the other day, even the size of your heart, if you go and lose 20, 40, 50, 60, 100 pounds, the size of your heart needs to shrink down and accommodate the size of your body. That's why a lot of people are on blood pressure medication to prevent an enlarged heart and the heart getting too big because it has to work too hard to sustain a larger size body. So even the size of your heart needs to shrink down as you lower your set point. That's why plateaus are an important part of the process. Then you're going to lose weight, you're going to plateau. Then you're going to lose weight, you're going to plateau. Some people will lose big chunks of weight and have longer plateaus. Some people will lose little bits each day and have shorter plateaus in between. It's just it, one is not necessarily better than the other. It's just everyone is a little different. And then what you're going to do is you're going to reach you're going to reach your lowest low. And then you're going to stay there for a while. Then, then you're, there's four stages of finally and forever. Reaching your goal. That's the first one. You reached your goal. You're here. Now what do you do? Then you got to put time into solidifying your goal. You do this by repeating the program, some people, or using a technique called personalize your plan, which we'll teach you at the end. And then you just kind of want to maintain status quo. You work so hard to lose the weight. You want to give the body time to make your new weight, your new norms. You want to put at least two to three months into solidifying your weight. It doesn't mean that you can't indulge here or there. We'll give you this technique called back on track in order to do that, but you just kind of want to maintain status quo, give your body time to adjust to your new weight. And then there's like the third stage of finally and forever is testing the waters. Now that you've lost the weight, you've given your body time to maintain the weight, then it's about kind of getting back to living a normal life, not following any kind of plan, um, eating, you know, those things every now and then. If you want to have some chips at night, have some chips at night. You know, recognizing what's normal, the range in which your weight will fluctuate because your weight will continue to fluctuate. If you have salty food, hard to digest food, eat late at night, you know, it's not real weight gain. It never will, never was, never will be. Um, but it is going to fluctuate. So just getting to getting, 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 getting used to your new body, getting to know the new you. Also, continuing to reinforce those good habits, right? Not kind of still working through those old habits can take a little longer. Learning to trust that you've lost the weight and you'll be able to maintain the weight. This is a massive conversation in our maintenance group because so many times you've been here before, you lost the weight, gained it back. So that trust level isn't there with being able to maintain and sustain it. And then once you feel ready, like you got this, you did this, you got it, you're there. You're getting to this place where you're really calm around foods, where you can literally sit in a room full of your favorite food, not even bat an eyelash, and not even want it unless you choose to be like, I'm going to have it, and then not berate yourself after and deal with that negative dialogue, and then get on the scale the next day and worry, oh my God, I've ruined everything. Like When you get to a place where you're calm, physically, mentally, around food, that is when you're ready to live that finally and forever. Wake up, look good, feel good, go about your day, not even give it a thought. Do you know what I mean? That's where I am at. I didn't get here over night it definitely took time and it's definitely worth doing because the whole goal is for you to move past this you know for you to move past that so this is that set point my point is in how we're losing weight people will tell you there's a big debate out there that you can't change your set point yeah you can you just can't do it with quick fix diets which everyone chooses to do quick fix diets work no one is debating that calorie counting calories in versus calories out works for forcing your body to burn fat force your body to burn fat restrict calories restrict carbohydrates put your body ketosis you will lose weight. That's not that's not debatable. You will lose weight, but you will not be able to maintain and sustain that weight. Plus, you've done nothing mentally at all to be in tune with yourself, to to connect with yourself, to to rewire your body physically, rewire your brain mentally. Any of it. You haven't done any real work to make real sustainable change. All you did was eat less, exercise more, and the minute you stop doing that, the minute your body goes right back up to that set point. So it's really super cool.
Really super cool. Hi, Martha. Happy Saturday. This is my second group, and I'm picking up new tips. I've been drinking water, but it didn't seem to be enough. Try adding electrolytes this time, and it seems to be helping as per my level of thirst. For thirst and my MP measurements of water in and out of my outside of my cells. I feel great. I have shared this plan with so many people. Might even start a Libby Losers lunch group at work. I love this. We have so many people doing side groups. Just a heads up on that because some people make uh, Facebook side groups. You just can't use my name. It gets very confusing. Can't use my name. It's trademark. Libby Losers trademark. Libby Method trademark. But feel free to create your own groups on Facebook, WhatsApp chats, in-person groups. We freaking love this. If you do tag us, take photos, invite me to joy honestly um, I love this so much I love what you said about the water so uh, we do have that post on low sodium right but it occurred to me in this group we actually don't emphasis enough of the benefits of putting electrolytes do I have them here no I think I'm using them so I move them upstairs do I have another let me see if I have another um, container of them no I don't um, no I don't so electrolytes um, can be as simple as adding salt to your warm water and lemon, adding salt to your meals. When you tend to um, start eating healthy, you're not getting in and uh, getting in as much salt in your diet if you're not eating processed foods and such. So it's actually a great idea to salt salt your food. Then uh, talk about belief system. We've been taught salt, too much salt, high blood pressure, too much salt, bad, 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 bad. Um, actually, that's not necessarily the case anymore. And we're finding that carbohydrates have a lot to do with high blood pressure and a lot of other things. Anyway, I'm not going to get into that. But it is important to make sure you're getting enough salt and electrolytes in your diets, um, making sure your magnesium, your potassium, and all of that. So if you can add trace minerals, which are drops um, that you put into your water, like 10 little drops you put into your water, keeps your electrolytes up. You can also do this by way of coconut water as well. Um, and so if you're finding that you're drinking more water and it doesn't seem to stick and it's running through you and you're consistently doing that, try adding electrolytes to it. You need the water that you're drinking to be saturated in order for your body to retain that water. So that's why low sodium is a real issue because sodium is an electrolyte, right, that causes your muscles to fire. Your heart is a muscle. <laughs> you need your muscles to fire. So it's really important. So that's such a great tip. In fact, I'm reworking some of the information uh, to talk about that because really the only time we talk about we do talk about trace minerals with Dr. Paul. We'll be talking to him about those on uh, Tuesday, which I'm so excited about. Dr. Paul is amazing. Uh, we're going to start talking supplements um, with him. But yes, that's such a great tip. If you're drinking lots of water every day and you're not getting to the point where you're going to the bathroom less and you just feel like it's not sticking, try adding some electrolytes to it. It'll help saturate the water with sodium levels and keep the and your body will be able to retain it. Now, old school people are probably thinking, well, I don't want my body to retain water. We were taught back in the day that if, you're, if your weight was up or your body was retaining water, that you were drinking too much water and to drink less water. Fucking craziness! How crazy is that? It's so crazy. Um, so that, I mean, some people do retain water because of health issues, but the general knowledge back in the day was like, if you're feeling bloated, drink less water because that's, you're drinking too much. So in reality, when your body doesn't get enough water, it will retain water. So that's what's happening when your weight goes up before it goes down. It's a lot, and, and when you're PMSing and your, 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 your period is about to hit, your body's retaining water in order to follow through on the detox process. So that's why a lot of times your weight will go up before it goes goes down is the body's actually retaining as much water as possible to follow through and release the fat, which releases when you pee, when you poo, when you breathe and you sweat. So you need the extra water for that. Um, one of the reasons why you need extra water and program and plan that we don't really talk a lot about is because you're eating so often. And in eating so often, which isn't normal, and in the craving spots, we talked about your migrating motor complex kicking in and the system that comes into play in between meals and sex. This is why 
what you eat and when is going to change and evolve. You're not going to be eating five, six times a day throughout the entire program. That's going to change. Right now, there's a rhyme and a reason for it. But with eating so often on program and plan, you also need more water for the simple processing and digesting of that. But I love this tip. Add those electrolytes in. Such a great tip. Such a great tip. I'm wondering if eating too much cheese in my meals can affect my progress. So I love cheese. It's like my favorite food group. Just cheese. <laughs> I honestly can't get enough cheese. Here's the thing. If you are thinking that you're eating too much cheese, you are probably eating too much cheese. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you can um, you can add cheese to, and we don't do servings because it's just about being in tune. And so so the issue with too much cheese would be would be cholesterol issues and a concern with cholesterol from too much saturated fat. And so 30% of your diet, uh, and we're not counting, should be fat. 10% your saturated fats, 10% your, your, your good, your good, like your, sorry, your saturated fats, and then your two different types of your omega-6s and your omega-9s, your good fats. And so the problem comes with saturated fats when you're having too much saturated fat and all of your fat is coming from saturated fat. So one of the ways you can decrease cholesterols is not only just by decreasing saturated fat, by increasing your good fats, avocados, nuts, seeds, good oils, fish, salmon, stuff like that. Um, so cheese is obviously a saturated fat. If you're, the majority of your, of your fat is coming from saturated fat, which, you know, you're also adding in nuts, you right? That's a good source of fat. You're making your foods nutrient rich, probably using quality dressings and stuff on your foods. If you're eating fish, you're probably getting enough. Um, but when it comes to cheese, if you, you know, you can have it at your, you can have it at breakfast, right? Put it on your eggs. Um, you could have it lunch, put it on your salad or in your soup. You could put it on, you could have it with your veg snack and have like a couple, you know, cheddar cheese slices with your raw veggies. Um, you could also have dinner and, you know, put it on whatever you're putting it on. So that gives you a lot, lots of opportunity to use cheese throughout the day. And so if you feel like, and I'm not concerned about that as long as you're getting other types of good fat. And right now with portions, you're eating, you're eating to feel satisfied. We're going to really work on that. You're going to notice your portions are naturally going to start to decrease if the more consistent you are and following the program without even touching portions or doing anything to manipulate them you're going to notice they're naturally decreasing so this is why I'm not really worried about that because any too much of anything right now because it's still so early in the program or plan but there is something to be said with if you know you're eating too much cheese, you're probably eating too much cheese. Do you know what I mean? Unless you have this deep belief that cheese is bad, it's going to make you fat. Like some people really do. Some people are afraid to eat nuts, thinking that nuts, because they're high in fat and protein, which feed into your satiety hormones, help you feel more satisfied, which is such a benefit, um, are going to make you fat. Some people feel like eating fruit is going to, oh my God, this is just hurts my heart. Some people feel like eating fruit is going to make them fat. And some people might feel like eating dairy products and cheese is going to make you fat. So it depends where you are on the scale of the belief system. But if you are constantly just grating cheese and eating chunks of cheese and it's just cheese, 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 you know, and you're a little obsessed with cheese, you might be eating a little too much cheese. <laughs> um, but is, is that, you know, I, 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 you're not going to run through this program and continue with an imbalance of certain food groups. You're just, you're not going to continue a couple weeks from now. Cheese is not even going to be on your radar. It's not even going to be a thing. Um, so in that sense, it's not going to stop you from reaching your goals. You know what I mean? Like cheese is not going to be what prevents you from reaching your goals. Cheese is also probably not why your body's feeling you need to store fats. 
at all um, due to cheese. Um, the reason why people's bodies feel the need to store fat long periods of time without eating, um, re repetitive starvation diets that tank metabolisms, um, high stress and not giving the body enough good fats. Um, yes, overeating like um, super high sugars and super large portions, in, but really that takes a lot of time in order for your body to, to do that. Um, high insulin levels but coupled with stress usually and then long periods of time in between is, is usually the more of the factor for that. Like I haven't had a client in 30 years that was overweight because they were just eating all the wrong foods. Like I, I haven't had a client that was overweight because they were just eating all the wrong foods. Like it's, that's not, that isn't really the issue with, with weight anymore, which is why obesity rates are climbing. Um, it really is more stress levels, the quality of foods, our digest, our stress and the fact, and our digestive systems, like repetitive use of antibiotics, like just totally um, decimating our microbiomes. Like it's just, it's much more complicated. Weight gain is much more complicated than that. But over the years, it's amazing how it can consistently accumulate hormones, that kind of stuff. So no, cheese is not going to stop you. Cheese is not going to stop you from reaching your goal. But if you think you're having too much, just try cutting it back. Try cutting it back. This is that you want to play around with this. There's no way you can mess this up. As long as you're trying, you continue to show up. You're doing the best you can. Play around with how much water you you're drinking. Play around with how much cheese you're adding in. Play around with those leafy. Play around with it. You know, the, a big part of the first few weeks of the program is just it's doing what you need to do, understanding what you need to do, trying to figure out how to do it, and then. Also also bringing awareness to how your body's responding to all of it. This program has such a massive um, focus on mind-body connection, really working with, you know, symbiotically with your mind and body together. Your body should tell you when to eat, what to eat, how much to eat, but we have to kind of reset everything, do you know what I mean, to be really able to trust that. So that's a big part of it. So play around it. Play around it. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Just finished reading the set point post again for the second time and learned things I missed the first time around. Um, did I already read that? Oh, where'd it go? Oh, I totally lost that. Oh, I got to move on. Um, it is a great idea to read those Science Saturday posts, honestly. They are, take a little bit much, grab a coffee, sit down, but they will give you so much insight into the program and the process and then just also how your body functions in general. Like, if you've been out there spending time in the diet industry, man, there's so many myths and mistruths and just like, you know what I mean? No one is telling you from what, you know, it's like the diet industry doesn't really want you to be successful because they want you to keep coming back and be repeat customers. What's that thing where they try to maintain customers for as long as possible? Customer retention. We're not into that. <laughs> we want you to lose your weight, get the fuck out of here and go live your best life. That's where we're honestly at. 
Two years, hi Jan, two years of macro counting, working eight times a day. I know I've got the ability to stick to something, but at mother effer, they did blame all the failures on me when I made mistakes, little blips, and couldn't drop or added pounds meant I wasn't increasing my cardio enough. enough. So ready for this. Oh, this, 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 this. Do you ever watch The Biggest Loser back in the day? Remember The Biggest Loser? Um, and you, you'd see them. Their, their, their personal trainers would have them like pounding the crap out of them, working so hard and not eating enough food. And you know you had some big people in there and then they got on the scale and their weight was actually up or their weight was the same and then all of the blame that they put on them, that was overtraining. That was literally working out too hard, not eating enough. I used to scream, just talking about it makes me rage inside. I used to scream at the TV like, what the, are you fucking kidding me? Like it's called overtraining, not eating enough. How about you eat something? Like I just, it used to make me rage, honestly. Like, so, you know, I would take a lot of, a lot of people um, like yourself who, you know, do the spin class, double it with a Pilates class at the gym every day. I spent a lot of times in gym working their ass off. It wasn't for not doing the hard work, right? And then eating a salad at lunch. And that, that's pretty much it, you know, uh, maybe going home at dinner, maybe hang up a salad at dinner. Like, and then what I would do is get them to eat more often and then scale back on their exercise. It's, you can exercise hard, but you have got to give your body that break. It's like, it's like, um, I don't know, a lot of runners will, will bulk up and, and um, I've worked with a lot of runners in the past, will bulk up from overtraining, long distance training, and then not giving their body enough fuel to actually do the long distance training on. Sorry, I keep burping. <laughs> I had dim some for breakfast this morning. Um, so that's a real thing. That's a real thing. Your body, that's the thing. Your body already, that's what's so great about today's Science Saturday post. In it, the first part of it talks about all the detrimental effects of your body storing fat. Like all the havoc it causes in your body. Because your body, storing fat is just not healthy for you. It's just not. And every extra pound of fat is hard on the body. And the body therefore doesn't want it. Especially if you have health issues, your body is not looking to store fat. So given the, given the resources it needs to address its needs and given the opportunity to release it, it will. But a lot of times, you know, we don't give the body the resources. We don't give the body the time and we force it. You don't have to force your body to, to get rid of fat that is causing it to, what's the right term? To, to be unhealthy. Let me say that again. Like you don't have to force your body to burn fat that it never wanted in the first place and it doesn't want. You know what I mean? That's the thing. You, you don't have to force it. You just have to give it what it needs and support it in its needs. And that's what we're doing in the program. It's going to be mind blowing. It's just, it's so it's so exciting, honestly, because it's, it's just, and this is why I still talk fast and I still get excited every single group 30 years later. It just, I, I still get excited about it because it's so amazing and your mind will be blown. First of all, about the mind body connection, how your body is going to tell you when you're hungry. It's going to tell you when you're full, you're going to be in tune to its needs. You're just going to be, ah, it's so, so, so cool, honestly, but how you can eat healthy, nutrient rich foods and actually lose weight. And it's just, and then, and then not only lose weight and lower your set point, but actually make your body healthier in the process. Ugh, so cool. So cool. Hi, Vicky Bowden. Hello, hello, hello. Life is smacking me in the face this past week. I saw that, but I said, oh no, Satan, not today. I do not want that chocolate bar. <laughs> you are going to get tested. You are going to get tested on how bad do you want this? The, and life is going to test you on it. it, it you, 
you're going to get tested. It's not how you show up for yourself when everything is sunshine and rainbows. The ch the reality is that some of you have so much weight to lose. Life at some point is going to smack you in the face. The struggle bus at some point is going to park itself outside of your front door. Like it's just how it is. You, you, the, you're, the feels are going to get you. Um, you know, and if you've been at this for a while, you got a lot to work through. Issues and associations you've attached in and around food because you got to get to a place with food that you can enjoy food. You can use it to celebrate. You can use it to show love. That's what's so complicated about dieting is that we use food for so many things in our lives and then to not be able to eat the food. Some of you are straight out foodies and you love food and so that can be a thing where you can't feed into your love, something that brings you joy. But right now we got to really, really, really get in tune with your body's actual needs over your wants. That's where we're going first. And then that's going to bring you to that calm place. And then if you choose to eat something because it's delicious and yummy, you're choosing to eat it. It's not that internal fight, right? If you're choosing to overeat something, you are you know you're overeating. No one needs to point that out to you. Do you know what I mean? And then you can you can choose to eat that thing and overeat that thing without you know that negative dialogue that follows and berating yourself. Do you know what I mean? That that's the end game is to get to that place. So, you know, you are going to be tested. You are not going to be able to do this perfectly day in, day out. Things are going to get in your way. There are going to be times where you're not going to be able to do the things that ideally are going to get you one step closer to your goal. It is still worth showing up and doing the things that you can do, even if it's drinking your water. Even if it's just helping to manage your stress, whatever it is you can do is worth doing, you know, and recognizing what you need to do and what you can't do, what you're not doing. There's so much to learn in that, honestly, like, like weekends, for example, like if you have a hard time this weekend, you're like, oh my God, it's so hard to get my water in. It's so hard to get my, I missed my meals and snacks and I did this and I did that and I whatever. And you know, you just, your weekend was just, you know, like not it. Like, take what you learned from that. Why was it hard to get your water in? What can you do to be better prepared? Maybe you get yourself a nice water bottle. Um, why was it hard to get your snacks in? Maybe you can bring or your, your, you know, maybe you can pack some nuts and seeds in a baggie and throw them in your purse. You know, it's a little bit harder in the wintertime because things, you know, with foods and water and stuff because it freezes. But what can you do? Do you know what I mean? Oh, I forgot to do this. I could have done this and that, but I totally forgot. Set alarms on your phone. Use the Living Method app. Set those timers. You have timers that you can set that for notifications of stuff. Right? You know what I mean? Like, um, recognize that, recognize more importantly, even if you ate your face off and you, d you didn't do anything you're supposed to do this weekend, you're going to get right back at it on Monday and no harm done. You didn't set yourself back. You're still moving forward. That in itself is something to learn. Wow, I can have a whole chaotic weekend where I don't even do the program at all and I can just keep moving forward and I'm still going to reach my goal. That in itself is a lesson to learn. You haven't ruined anything. Do you know what I mean? You're still here. You're still showing up. So there's a lot to be learned, not only what you're doing and everything, all those little things adding up, but in what you're not doing as well. There's a lot to be learned in indulging as well. As you go through this program, you're going to feel amazing. You're getting in tune to your body. You're going to love yourself. And then there's going to be a time where you're going to indulge in something, something that you think you really want. And then you're going to go have it, and you're going to realize it's not as magical or as yummy as you thought it was in your brain. It was more the anticipation of having it. You decide to have it, and then you're going to pay attention to your diet dialogue. What happens after you have it? You start ragging on yourself immediately. Ding, 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 ding. you got to work on that internal dialogue. Do you know what I mean? And then you're going to get up the next day, and you're going to realize 
realize the scale is up, right? And then you're going to keep moving forward. You're going to realize the scale is going to come right back down. So what you learn about that is so impactful. Like you can have the thing, right? Recognize how what happens after you have that thing. And that's where you start actually making a negative association to something you have a positive association to. Pizza, yummy. Chocolate, yummy. Things, yummy. Things, yummy. Can't live without them, yummy. Then you realize they didn't really do what you wanted them to do. Then you had all of this like, yeah, you enjoyed that for one hot second. And then it was followed by hours of negative internal dialogue and then berating yourself the next day, you know, and it didn't stop you from doing anything, you know, it didn't impact you at all. Now, the, the thing is, if you keep indulging in things and then you also keep ragging on yourself about a scale, then that's not really aligning, right? You need to make choices that align with your goal. So if you're expecting that scale to move or you're ragging on yourself when it's not, but you're not doing the things or making the choices that are going to get that scale to move, then that becomes problematic. So this is why it's not about what you eat and exercise, eating less and exercising more. It's more of real a mental game. This whole weight loss process, finally and forever, real mental game. So this is where you got to keep working through those. You got to keep finding time for yourself. You know, feeling prioritizing yourself for a lot of you is going to feel really selfish, really self-indulgent. For some of you, it's going to be the hardest part of this program is finding the time to prioritize yourself in your own life for you to do this. And people will test you. Your family who ragged on you about losing weight, all of a sudden you start doing something consistently. Now you're not just a weekend. You're actually weeks and months into this process. You're still doing that diet. You're still drinking that water. You're still eating those leafy greens. Like, do you know what I mean? They, 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 and you're like, yes, I need to lose 60 pounds. It's going to take a lot longer than a week to do it. They will, they will have anything and everything to say. Your coworkers, they'll try to sabotage you. They'll bring in donuts. Come on, have one. Oh, you're not fun. Come on, you're not any fun. Have a donut. Have a donut. Why is me having a donut fucking fun? Like, it's not fun. It's going to make me feel like shit afterwards. And I'm going to rag on myself afterwards. And I'm going to, you know what I mean? That's not fun for me. Thank you very much, food pusher. Um, you know, you're going to have people say the weirdest shit to you while you're on this diet. They're going to make you feel like you're being self-indulgent and selfish on it. You have to be because the only person who's going to do this for you is you. You have to be your number one cheerleader. You have to show up for yourself. You have to prioritize yourself. You have to choose to make these choices and you have to choose to show up long enough to actually accomplish a goal. Do you know what I mean? So, so everybody is going to have something to say about it. Life is going to be smacking you in the face while you do it. And you are going to be actually dealing with yourself, right? And trying not to feel like selfish or too self-indulgent by prioritizing yourself. Like, a lot of you are going to sabotage yourselves in so many different ways. That That's something that a lot of people have to work through. A lot of people sabotage themselves in, in the beginning, but more people sabotage themselves in the end when they actually start to think think and realize that this could work for them. Some people sabotage themselves when they're so close to their goal and they just keep sabotaging themselves because they're so afraid if they reach their goal, then what? Then they have to do all these things that they said that they were going to do when they reach their goal or they're going to reach their goal. And then what happens if I do get it back? You know what I mean? Even though we're, that's our whole jam to make sure that you don't, you know, so there's a lot to work through. Hi, Martha. Um, oh, I already read that. Let me scroll down. What's, well, I think my iPad resets when I, when I go off and talk too long. <laughs> Lori, good morning. I had a bad migraine overnight, about 50% better. So I drank my uh, lemon water and ate some breakfast. Is it okay to eat when not 100%? So 
It depends on your appetite. So we do have that sickness protocol, how to navigate the program if you're not feeling well. The most important thing to do is really take care of yourself, get lots of rest, um, keep your foods nice and light. Do you know what I mean? A lot of times people are like, I'm going to follow the program. I'm so sick, but I'm following the program. Don't do that. A lot of times your body will shut you down, keep you low energy and not be hungry because it doesn't want you to eat. It really just wants to, because digestion is one of the hardest things our body does. So your body just wants you to get rest, not lots of fluids because it wants to detox. Whatever's making you sick, it wants to detox you out. Um, headaches, migraines might be a little different because you're not dealing with a, 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 like a flu or a virus or anything like that. But And also sickness protocol can be emotional stress and distress as well. Like whenever anything is affecting your appetite, you can utilize the sickness protocol. Now, if you uh, have a migraine, but sometimes I know because I've suffered migraines for years, if I have a, and sometimes my migraines are triggered, I now know by not drinking enough water. Man, I was on every pill as a kid. I literally did all the things to help manage my migraines. And I really think what comes down to it at the end of the day, I think after having my four kids, my hormones kind of rejigged, um, which helped. But drinking water, man, and no one no one mentioned this to me. In all the years and all the doctors I saw about migraines and conversations I had, no one mentioned about making sure you're hydrated. Um, also, detox detox can trigger migraines as well. Um, so that can happen. That should get that should get better. Um, but if I know, and so when I have migraines, I can be extra hungry and now I've realized when I'm extra hungry I'm, I actually just need water so so sometimes you, when you're hungry or craving carbs and sugar specifically what your body really is asking for is water so make sure that's not it but if you have an appetite which is a little different that's why you watch that hunger post um, appetite that 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 hmm, hungry rather than I like I need carbs and sugar I'm just it's, I'm hungry thing then absolutely eat so if you if you're not feeling great um, but you have an appetite and it's not just carbon sugar based that's that's that that's the that's the thing if it's carbon sugar-based chances are it's water that you need um, but if you have an appetite and you give a cold Tony has this all the time I'll have a cold or whatever and he just eats regularly I'm like I have a cold and I can't taste my food and I'm just like um, so everyone's a little different so if you if you have an appetite you can absolutely continue to follow the, the, the program and the plan if you are sick the best and you don't have an appetite the best thing you can do is follow the sickness protocol keep it nice and light honestly sickness will always lead to detox because your body's working really hard to get you back to functioning more on the most optimal levels you know, so that will actually get the scale moving as well. Um, and we can say that because we're not starving and depriving ourselves and then we get sick, you know, trying to lose sickness weight. We're not. On the other, other side of that, we're giving our body what it needs. So sickness will usually lead to detox. So don't try to get too bummed if you can't follow the program and plan because it's still beneficial in, in a certain way. Um, where are we for time? I gotta get going. My goodness. Hi, Gina. I was in your program two winters ago. Hi, Alba. I lost 20 pounds. It was awesome. I tried other sessions. Where'd you go? And did not use fresh eyes and never made it to the end. Never consolidated and gained back. I'm returning because I truly believe that this is the healthiest way of losing weight. And now I know better. I'm excited to get back on the own. I love this. I love this for you. This happens a lot. Two reasons why people gain weight back. They don't put time into maintenance. It's so important. I know once you lose the weight, you're itching to get back to real life. Um, but also, Elba, in all fairness to you, we've really refined our maintenance process with the four stages of finally and forever. I used to be really resistant to people signing up again or continuing continuing the weight loss journey past once they've reached their goal. And we've really put a lot of time and effort into explaining the maintenance process, the importance of it, and breaking it down into those four steps, which I truly believe will be really, really helpful for you. So two reasons, not giving your body time to adjust to your new weight. But also in fairness, Elba, I'm going to point out the pandemic, right? Pandemic was ongoing situational change, high stress. It made it nearly impossible to adapt to, honestly. So I think a lot of people don't factor that in, the pandemic and the amount of 
of stress and the things that we've gone through with it, physical stress, mental stress, all of that. So situational, uh, so, so, so not giving your body time to solidify your weight. That's really important. You've got to follow through on those four steps of finally and forever. And, and we've had people maintain their weight for years and years. I've maintained my weight for for 30 years. I've been doing the program for four years. We have people still maintaining their weight from the first group. Terry Ann, we're going to actually talk to her. Um, you know, so, 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 so have faith in maintenance. Don't be future tripping about it. We're going to break it all down for you. The, uh, the other one is situational change, which again is what I'm talking about the pandemic. So you lost your weight at home. Now you're going back to work and your whole situation has changed. Your stress level has changed. Your routine has changed. You know, situational change could be getting a dog, a new puppy and the new, or having a baby or whatever. And your life is just like, you have to find a new norm for yourself. And then you're forgetting about your listening to yourself, you know, bumping up the water, moving from a cold environment to a warm environment and drinking the same amount of water and not realizing you need a little bit more. Do you know what I mean? Like once you're done losing your weight, you shouldn't have to do weird shit in order to maintain it, but you do have to use your mind body connection and be mindful about giving the body what it needs ongoing so it no longer feels the need to store fat so my, my point is is that you know what I mean it, it happens so often that people will do the program for whatever reason kind of move on and then especially after the last couple of years I think I we have been keeping statistics and studies through our survey and I think this is going to be a less of an issue now that we're kind of moving past that pandemic I don't think people really factor in how stress really affects your body and its need to store fat and it's 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 a, it's how it affects you when you're trying to lose weight. Like a lot of you um, returning members, you know this, you're getting back on track and you're repeating the process again, coming off the holidays. And we've talked about this or people in the maintenance group, why is it so hard for my weight to drop back down? I'm doing back on track. I'm doing back on track. And I'm like, yeah, but think about the holidays. Were, there, were they stressful for you? Oh my God, they were so stressful for me. I'm like, okay. So you're getting back on track with your foods and drinking your water. Are you managing your stress? And then they're like, no, my God, that's one thing I'm not managing. How's your sleep? Oh my God. Yeah. I've sort of just forgot about my sleep, forgot about my stress, forgot about all these other things, you know, um, which obviously make a big difference. We're going to talk about, I got to go. It's, we're going to talk about maximize. Anyway, I'm just happy you're back. Reach out. Ask as many questions as you need. We are here for, for you. We're going to talk about maximizing um, in the weeks to come, one of my favorite topics, which is literally all the other things that you can do. There's so much you can do besides the food, the water, and supplements to, to really help with this program and this process and get you one step closer to reaching those goals uh, to make sure that you're here at the end. So we're going to talk about that. Um, i got to go. That's my time for today. Um, have an amazing day, everyone. Remember that we do uh, turn these into podcasts available through the app. They link directly from the app. You can also find them on all your um, favorite podcast platforms. Remember, we also don't provide written answers on the live. So if I, you asked a question, which I'm sure you did that I didn't get to, keep asking them, please. Keep asking them, please. And thank you for everyone who did ask a question today or make a comment. Uh, pop your questions over the question of the day page. Uh, the team will answer them there. Make sure you review the information tomorrow. Pop into the group for week two. Ah, more of the same. More of the same. I know that's not a 
but it's all about fine-tuning and perfecting the changes that you've made where everything is really starting to come together, which is very exciting. Have an amazing day. Have an amazing weekend, everyone, and I'll check in later. Bye.